0: Hey, everyone. It's uh, Tom here from Ludicrous Feed. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Thursday night, Ludicrous Feed Live. Uh, So good of you to join us live. Uh, And uh, yeah, looking forward to tonight's chat as always. We've got our regular guests. Uh, We've got Riz from Carloop. Hello, Riz. How are you?
1: Hey, Tom. Going well. Good to be here.
0: Absolutely. Welcome. And also uh, Rahul as well. Welcome back, Rahul, from your holiday.
2: Hey, uh, Tom uh, and Riz. Great to be back, uh, yeah, had a couple of weeks off uh, in uh, some warmer climate, uh, much refreshed, uh, great to be back.
0: Excellent. All right, well, uh, welcome to everyone uh, also watching live as well, great to see you, we've got 74 guests already joining us live, so make sure you uh, leave a comment, tell us where you're watching from, and uh, yeah, tell us what you want to talk about tonight. And if you're watching us on replay, hello as well, uh, make sure you leave a comment to uh after you uh, watch and also if you are listening to us on audio podcast, thanks for joining us uh, in the car or wherever you might be tonight as well. All right. Well, uh, we've got a very special guest for you tonight, everyone. Uh, we've got uh, our good friend, the one and only Nash from Tesla in the gong. Nash, can you hear us from Wollongong over there?
3: Yes, yes. You had to shout a little bit, but now I think finally you can hear them.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: Starlink work, is working tonight. Starlink is finally working it. I have a little bit of a Starlink news as well, and I have, want to share that uh, for all your viewers too. And uh, maybe we could we could lead with that. Um, uh, I'm actually now not using Starlink. I'm using some godforsaken Optus 5G network because what happened was my lawnmower, when they came to mow my lawn, they cut my cable. And I have the Starlink Gen 1, isn't it? So I was trying to buy a, a replacement cable, completely my fault. Uh, and so I was trying to buy the replacement cable and the uh, Gen 1 cables are no longer available on Starlink website. So I texted them and they were super kind and one of our uh, good mates D said probably he's probably on the streams today. Uh, so he t- told me that uh, uh, just text um, Starlink and they sent me a Gen 2 for free. They sent me the entire setup of the uh, Gen Two Starlink with the dish, the cable, the 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 Sky Mount, the the roof mount, the whole things. They sent for free. Very kind of Starlink. So yeah, so that's that's my Starlink news for the morning. I think.
0: Wow, thanks, Nash. That, that's what happens when you're Elon's best friend. You know, you get free goodies like that. Well done. I I wish I wish I can say that. So, but <laughs> but I think
3: I'm I'm on I'm on Elon's uh, naughty book already. Oh,
0: not at all, Riz. Um, yeah, we'll get through, uh, well, Riz re- recently just came back from the US, we'll talk to, uh, sorry, Nash just came back from the US, we'll talk to Nash all about uh, about uh, his trip in California, so we'll, we'll touch that on that very shortly, but I just want to shout out to uh, It Drives, who just uh, just pledged $3.99 for the channel, so thank you very much, It Drives, thank you very much, and uh, I want to say hello to some members who've just joined as well, so we'll put on Kenny, hello Kenny, nice to, nice to see you there uh peter as always hello peter good of you to join us uh, and who else will we got here as our members we've got plenty of people who are saying hello nice of you to say hello there and yeah robin jules went to see dolphin at Indrapilly on saturday in brisbane yeah jules loves it and apparently it's coming to sydney very shortly too so and i, I think riz wrote an article for the driven uh, it's in melbourne as well so we'll touch on that shortly as well uh and yes hello to everyone watching too nice of you to join us oh and sensei hey sensei Sensei has given us two dollars as well uh nash what was it like meeting chauncey in compton la <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I wish i did but yeah but i i i must say overall the la experience was very good um i i did not expect it to be to turn out so 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 well uh, because I didn't plan everything, I did have a few plans. I wanted to drive the played Model X because I know that I'm never going to get it here in Australia, so I wanted to do that. But it was an added bonus that the person who rented the car said, "Oh, I have FSD. Do you want do you want to do the FSD?" I'm like, "Oh yes, please." <laughs> so, so that was an added bonus, and I was definitely going to uh, hire the Rivian R1T, and I did an extensive review because we took it into the desert uh, from Las Vegas, so it was really good. Uh, I did have the Ford F-150 Lightning uh, on hire and Lucid Air on hire. Both of them got canceled at the last moment. The Lucid Air, they couldn't figure out what happened to the BMS because they went to the Lucid uh, showroom for for some uh, some repairs or some upgrades or something like that. And they couldn't figure out what was happening with the BMS. So they had to cancel. The Ford F-150 Lightning guy had a family emergency. So he had to cancel. Otherwise, I would have had those two driven and done, a, done an extensive trip on that, on them as well. But... Uh, I'm, I'm glad i was able to do as much as i could do
0: yeah maybe next time nash but yeah thank you very much for uh, all your reviews as well on twitter uh, on uh, well, twitter and x ex, twitter and youtube as well so appreciate that uh we'll, we'll touch on your experience in one second i just want to say hello as well to kevin who's just joined from lakeland florida hello and uh tassie ev2 hello there uh please hit uh the like button as well yes thank you for that and yes, yes uh, Jez says, uh, was disappointed you didn't get more of a starring role, Riz, in the drive to Canberra. Tom was a bit of a camera hog. I apologize for that. But no, I want to thank Riz for holding the camera uh, all the way through. So thanks, Riz, for that.
3: That was an awesome video. Awesome video, that one.
0: Thanks, Nash. Okay, well, Nash, take it away. Well, what, what happened in California? Like, can, can you share with us or what happens in California stays in California?
3: No, no, no. I definitely can share. In, in, in fact, I can actually share, share my, my Las Vegas experience as well, uh, uh, as much as it's a Sin City. So first of all, so I went to California and I had to go to the Peterson Museum. Uh, so for people who do not know, the Peterson Automated Museum is where Tesla has. Exactly. That's the one. Yeah. Tesla has something called Inside Tesla, which is like a, a experience which sort of rotates every year, I believe. So this year they they had it there. Um and we could see all of Tesla's from the from the humble beginnings, from the roadster, roadster Gen 1 and how they went on to buy, build the uh, prototype of the uh, Model S, all the way up to uh, the Cybertruck. And the Cybertruck was the pride of place, you see. And that was my first uh, live uh, Twitter, so not Twitter, live YouTube video as well. I, I was there. It was so majestic, and I said I should do a live straight away. I didn't have any prep. I didn't prepare for it uh, the, the, was I was worried if the internet will stop or not. But it was really good. And I'll tell you one thing: for people who have not seen the Cybertruck in person, I don't think they can judge the size and the beauty of the car. I know it's a little bit of a, a quiet taste that that car, that vehicle, or the truck. We call it UTE. So we, let's 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 stick to UTE. Um, <clears throat> but it is an absolutely gorgeous vehicle the way they they've engineered that as a single piece of of uh, uh you know stainless steel bent into shape forming those angular lines it has something to it and as i was going through the rest of the trip so i can sort of give a birds eye view because i did go see the f1 f150 lightning i did see the um i did see the i did an extensive review of the rivian i did go see the other trucks as well uh, and that's when I realized that um, chalk and cheese. Uh, the Cybertruck is a different beast, a different class of vehicle all to itself. And for people who want to compare the two, I think they're really missing the point of the Cybertruck. It is it is a futuristic vehicle, which is unlike anything else that people have seen. The the clearance was different. The way it was the the way it was positioned was different. Um, and it is a huge vehicle for and that's why i made another video recently talking about this the the tiny frunk, um, you know folks were complaining of the tiny frunk. bending one single sheet of metal to form the the front the 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 frunk is not an easy task it looks it looks distinctly a, 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 like it jumped off from a science fiction um from a science fiction book or a science fiction uh, anime actually more more than more than a movie um I, I think that vehicle, if I really hope it does, and if it comes here to Australia, it will do brilliantly well. For all those who think that uh, the uh, Cybertruck has a small frunk, I just today I think I I did a three-way comparison, no audio, just video, of the 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 bed or the or the box of the Cybertruck and the Rivian R one T. And the Ford F one fifty Lightning. The rest of them are are the usual box that we see, sort of similar in size to uh, our Hilux. But the but the Cybertruck is is enormous. You can actually you can actually park the entire ATV into the box or the rear, and there is there is space for 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 a lot of things around that um, you know a lot of space around the 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 trunk mm. uh, or the box as they call it the trunk being small is a completely non consequential uh thing uh, because of the enormity of the of the uh, trunk haven't we seen so many of our truck owners here with barely anything in their in their box and people are complaining about the frunk. For for time immemorial, there was no frunk in any trucks that we owned, or we have, or even that we have here in Australia, even now. And people are complaining about the the frunk of the Cybertruck. It was funny. You can see what? the size difference there.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, look at the size difference here between the the Model Three next to it and the mod. Well, I think it's a Model Y. Y or three anyway. Y and three next what? to it. Why? Why? Oh yeah, they're both model wise. You can see the the difference. It's huge, and look how wide the the vehicle is. So that that yeah. frunk is not small at all. It's it's no. quite wide, and as you've seen <clears throat> in other pictures, when the lid opens, uh, you can actually it's actually at the same level as the you know uh, as you're sliding your your objects into in the, in the into the frunk. So it's yeah. actually more practical than putting something into it. You can actually slide into the front, which I think is quite versatile.
3: If people have not watched my Rivian review, we we actually got one of my cousins to jump into the Rivian frunk, and he was he was comfortably fitting into it, but he can't slide into it. He had to jump into the frunk. Uh, and, uh, the Ford F-13 Lightning and the Cy- Cybertruck, it just opens out like a, a, I don't know, a dragon wanting to just swallow you in. So
0: <laughs> It'll take you for a ride. <laughs>
3: it would, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: Quite literally, too.
0: Yeah. Um, before we move on, I just want to say hello to Greg as well. Greg says good news for Victorian people going to the Grampians. EV have opened up DC charges in Ararat, 100 kilometers down the road from Ballarat. Uh, got the SR Plus and Real drive owners. Cool, that's good. Good to see more EV charges, and I see EV have in- opened another one at a Dan Murphy. So that makes four, I think, nationwide. So that's good to see a major chain getting on board. Yeah. Um, so Nash, uh, tell us your FSD experience. This is what we all want to hear. How did you find sure. it?
3: Sure. Right go. So, uh, so. The, the the day when I experienced the FSD, I had completely different emotions. And now that I've ex- experienced it, uh, so I had the I had the played Model X for 24 hours. Uh, and when I was filming for the FSD, I had the owner drive it. And then I was driving it myself. And I couldn't film at the time because I wanted to concentrate on his left side I'm driving. Already things are a little, you know, it's on the opposite side. And so I didn't want to film when I was driving. So when he was driving, I was super excited. but That, that was my first ever experience. So I'll start with the first ever one. So first one was from his house. And there were these bins just next to the uh, next to the uh, the curb, the curbside bins, because it was bin day for him that day we, I, I hired his car. It was bin day for him, and the bins were there. And one of the bins was actually jutting onto the driveway. And when he put the address for 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 Disney, so we were actually going to go to Disneyland from, from his house, which was about a 15-20-minute drive. When he put that address, it, it started to sl- slightly move forward. It saw the bin and it turned and swerved a little bit. And it was not like doing it slowly like a robot, like, like our cars do doing, doing someone. It was not doing it that speed. It was super fast. It, it so quickly calculated that there was a bin and it it calculated his it the, the, the turn radius from uh, his house because there was a bin on the next door as well. So the two bins on both sides and both bins were slightly jutting onto the pathway. So it had calculated that plotted that route, that blue line came on, and it just turned, just like that. So it just turned just like that. There was no hesitancy. There was not waiting for anything, and it just turned. Mm-hmm. It took that turn, and it just kept driving on the road, and, and there were bins which were on the road. So it was actually, on, this. that is the road, and there were bins, some of them on the road, some of them off the road. So whenever it was on the road, it was doing this, and it was doing like a human being would drive. And there were cars passing on the other side. So it was it was calculating that it was phenomenal to watch. And it, it kept going there. And it kept showing the bins like it normally show in our cars as well. But when it saw that bin, it marked it in a different color. And it ever so slightly swirled out and went. So that is the first experience that I had. And that experience, that, that first drive also had a... Uh, uh, a construction zone, and that is when it failed for the first time and I want to share that as well. It is mm. there on my video too. it failed in in, in a sense that so let's let, let, let me let me explain this to you so that you can imagine so these there was was a two lane road there was a there was a, uh, there was a, um, um, a traffic light and past the traffic light on the left lane so you remember that we are it's a left hand drive road so the car is driving on the left. the left the the rightmost lane on that left side, was ending because there was a construction zone just past the the traffic lights, and there was a massive Ford F one hundred and fifty, not the Lightning, the Ford F one hundred and fifty car in front of us, so it was blocking the entire view. So as soon as the Ford F one hundred and fifty merged onto the, onto the onto the onto the to the left lane because that that right lane was ending just past the the lights, it immediately recognized the the, the traffic zone. But because it had already made the commitment to go across the traffic lights, it sort of waited there, and it waited for this car to pass, and then it tried to merge in, but there was another car coming behind, so he honked. It was not like it was going to hit him or anything. He was just annoyed that the car was trying to merge onto his lane without being a gentleman and letting him pass, because it was on or It was on the on the traffic lights, so it was on the plus junction. So he was just a little annoyed, so he honked. But... But it didn't, it didn't hesitate. It was not waiting. So you've seen these videos on, on the internet where the, the, the cruise, uh, out, the driverless cars are just stuck in, in the construction zone. This did not do any of that. It took, it aggressively went in front of him and he was annoyed that it was aggressive to, and to go in and it was not a gentleman and it did not let him pass. So he honked, but it, it was perfect in the way it took that. So that is the first time it it sort of semi-failed. I won't even call it a fail. So that is the first uh, uh, issue I faced. And in that same drive, when I was going past, there was a fallen, uh, fallen twig, not a branch. It was a twig on the road. It saw that and it swirled around it. That was like my mind boom movement. I was like, oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. And the, and Mikey said, keep watching, keep watching. I, I take this route all the time. There was a pothole I think he has either marked it or they have marked it somehow or it has learned it. It knew the pothole pot was there and it over around the pothole. Wow. Two two mind-blown moments. Either so he said I asked him did that did it always do this? He said the very first time when I took this route it did not it went over the pothole. But ever since he drove over the pothole it it probably marked it and it it would, it remembered that the pothole was there and it never ever he said that but on my drive it's it Went past that pothole without any problems. Uh, And he said in uh, 40, so I I tested 11.4.4, and uh, he said 11.4.3, yeah, so humps, I was going to talk, talk, I'll talk about the humps in just a bit. That is exactly what I'm going to say. Uh, So potholes, it recognizes, I guess it marks it if it goes over it once. I do do not know if it's right or wrong, but he said in 11.4.1 or 4.0, it would, it would never, it would just go over the potholes. It wouldn't, it wouldn't recognize the potholes or uh, or give any credence to it. But now uh, in 4.4, if it was marked once, after that it remembered, it's it definitely uh, it saw the tweak. The bumps and the humps, it did slow down twice. But once a small bump, it just went went over. It was not a bad thing. The model X has air suspension, but if it was a three or y, we would have felt that. We would have felt that bump. On the on the IS suspension it was not it was not bad at all but other humps it stopped so if it was a larger hump it knew it marked it it showed it on the on the recognition software on the on the display and it slowed down for it but there was once when it it the the hump was there and there was a guy who was sort of tailing the car it went over the hump maybe He didn't want to slow down and you know get into it get into trouble. It is super intelligent, mate. I I am mind-blown. Uh I one of the first times when I felt like, okay, I'm a Tesla investor, I know why what I put this money into. This was (laughs) this is what I put this money into. Because this is this is out of the world. Yeah. And okay, and in and and this around because I just wanted to explain this one last thing. Uh there was there was a um, so he was saying uh a keep clear sign it it never used to 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 pay heed to the keep clear sign till now and i have not tested this let's test this so we went specifically to go to uh uh to disneyland it was in a different route where there were multiple keep clear signs and it stopped at the clear see keep clear it stopped before the keep clear sign really cool i it is very impressive um yeah very impressive
0: Amazing. Um. Yeah. Now, what do you, what do you, uh, how do you respond to this, Nash? Uh, someone saying I'm not, I'm still not sold on the camera-only aspect of FSD. Were you confident enough in the car with knowing it's just camera only?
3: One hundred percent. I agree with this. Uh, I agree with Z- Zubnix. Uh, my uh, car that I hired had ultrasonics in it. The ultrasonics pay a huge part. I, I will not deny that at all. I will not deny it. He, yeah, Mikey, as well. He said he had the FSD on his Model Three. Which was vision only, and it was not as good as the blade. The blade has ultrasonics, and so it does play a part. In fact, in hardware four, you can't have FSD. FSD is not does not work in hardware four.
0: Okay, okay. Thoughts on this one? How did it handle roundabouts? Did you come across any?
3: Yes, I did come come across two roundabouts, and uh, I'll I'll say this, and I'll 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 add one more comment on the end. It handled the roundabouts brilliantly, but. The roundabouts in the U.S. are massive roundabouts, but there, there was one uh, one instance where it should have taken the inner lane because it was going to go and take the the exit out of that side. Uh, it entered into the outer lane and then it tried to merge back into the inner lane. There were no car behind, so it was able to take that merge. But if it was us, we would we would have gotten a hoon, a hoon tag right away. Uh, so the roundabouts there are much, much larger. So it is it has enough time to, to negotiate and take that inner circle. But in our case, our roundabouts are much smaller. We should have taken the inner inner lane straight away because we're going to take the exit out. So mm-hmm. just, we just reverse that in our context. Let's say we're going to take the, the third exit out. We should have taken the inner lane, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. It took the
3: outer lane and it tried to come into the inner lane. Their roundabouts had the tolerance level to let it go into the inner lane and there was no car behind in our roundabouts, we would have gotten a, a honk honk for sure. There's no doubt yeah. about that. So the roundabouts are still not in the 100%. It's still in the um, in the in the nemesis category. And roundabouts, is sort of yeah, I was just going to say what Greg says. Roundabouts are a new thing in the US. Um, I'll, I'll I'll just add one more thing because that'll add context to this. They have their traffic lights perfectly matched. So every single traffic light has a stop. Amber and Go, and it has the direction. But we have traffic light clusters. I don't think it'll do very well with traffic light. It doesn't do very well with traffic light clusters at this time because there was a traffic light cluster when we entered into Disneyland. So they had a Disneyland traffic light cluster, and it did not do well there.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, I know in the US, because I've driven there a few times, they, they do love their four-way stop signs. And it makes sense yeah. to them because whoever's first gets to go go first, right? Yeah. So it's next in the yeah. queue. In Australia, it's not, not so common four-way stop sign, but you know, I guess I do have probably, something. probably more programmed in their system, having a four-way stop sign, you know, if you see a car first, they're next and so on. So Nash, you experienced that as well?
3: Yes, I did. That was a great question. So I did experience that and and, and Tesla failed that experiment. So, so, you know, that there are two cars on, on each side and there's there's a traffic light on each side. Um, so uh, green, one car on green is their, is their policy. So, uh, the car on the on the left had a green, so it passed and we had red, but Tesla thought that this this green was for itself and both the cars went at the same time, so
0: it failed there. Uh. Yeah. That could be potentially dangerous, right? Did you fear at but all it, when that happened or no? No,
3: it, it was a two yeah, it was a two-lane door, but it was if it was merging onto a single lane door, that would have definitely potentially bad. That would have been <laughs> bad. I even in my in my video I had commented I said bad Tesla. Bad, bad Tesla. Tesla. I made the comment on my video as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Greg says four-way stop signs feel like Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of agree, but if you know the system, then it makes sense. You just got to know hmm. who got there first, right? Yeah. It's yeah, like going yeah. to a barber, you know, you're next, uh, you know, <laughs> the queue in front of you. Um, uh, Anything else Nash uh, in that FSD experience? Yes.
3: Yep. So there was one, there was one where it took a loop exit. That was amazing. I was, I was blown away. So imagine scenario, there is a loop exit right here. Just, just past just so so we were talking about the uh, keep clear sign so there's a keep clear sign and the car is waiting immediately after it has to take the right and then immediately after there's a loop turn that's coming to exit the the, the bridge and and the, the and the car is on on the uh, th- there is also a road coming from from uh, from behind and joining there so this car will end up taking the left road but the loop is on the right. And it is only a, a less than less than uh, 500 meters before the loop exit happens. So, if you can imagine this, so there are two uh, there are two lanes, and this lane is the one which takes the loop and goes down. This will go forward in the in the in the uh, bridge, but we are actually turning in from a keep clear sign, and within 500 meters, it has to come to this lane. The way it handled was brilliant. It was unbelievable so there was a car behind it i even pointed it out in my videos if you guys have not watched it you can watch it actually it's on my twitter uh, highlights as well in my twitter or my x highlights as well Uh, i even pointed out saying that see what it's doing as soon as it went into that left lane so it is now it becomes a two-lane road and this lane is the one which is taking the u as soon as it went in it starts quickly scanning all the cars and it puts one blue marquee on one car it knows that that is the car that it is going to, that is going to go forward or uh, in front of before it merges here because it immediately recognized that car's speed because he was turning in from here and this is turning more aggressively the the blade is turning more aggressively it immediately put a marquee blue uh, on that car it aggressively went forward turned on the indicator came onto this lane and took the exit that was mind blowing that was <laughs> mind blowing that was I'm mind right. blowing champagne, champagne moment <laughs> champagne stuff it's so sublime it was because it immediately it was so all this happened within like 20 seconds 18 15 to 20 seconds it is there on the video even i, I went back and rewound it i slowed it and I showed them how fast it did that that was that was phenomenal and there's one other thing that really blew me because we wanted to go and check more construction sites because it had already failed in the first one so we went to a starbucks Specifically, chose that Starbucks because we were hungry. <laughs> that was one <laughs> because we've, we've been having so much fun, uh, and we were actually going to drive off to SpaceX from there to to see the, uh, the the rocket. And I have that too, so we were going to go there. So that is another half an hour drive. Uh, so we stopped at Starbucks, and we chose the Starbucks because there was a construction site outside. So this is the Starbucks, and uh, the the exit is here. Is, it, it goes and becomes a three-lane road, but the first lane has construction, and the third lane has construction as well. So only the middle lane is where you can turn into. But the construction only starts right in front of Starbucks, so there's no construction on on the left side at all. So the car can't recognize anything on the left side right, left side to take as reference. So the car, the 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 cars that are coming on that side have all have three lanes. They'll all merge into the middle lane to come here, but there are still three lanes opening because. The cars turning into the Starbucks can also take that that last lane. Uh, And the the Playdex only has the middle lane to go. The the way it did it was amazing. So it immediately crept forward. It saw saw on this side, it knew that there were cars passing uh, passing on this side. Uh, It waited. And again, it did the same thing. It put a marquee on one car a little bit further away. It plotted the route and took the middle lane and went. There was it. It was within within like eight to ten seconds. No waiting, no creeping, no slowing down. Nothing at all. That is that. That is uh, that is documented in my video too. That was. Shem, so champagne. these were these were all yeah. These were sublime moments. So it is, it is not a hundred percent there, but the things that it does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just yeah, 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 seriously. I was like.
0: Now, Sensei's got a very important question uh, for all of us, Jets. Uh, When robots and AI take 85% of our jobs, uh, how do we buy a car? Uh, Riz, we'll start with you. What do we do? Do we just sit here all day and just chat about it?
1: Well, we could either chat about it or we know the main man that has been to the US and that knows what the future looks like. We don't buy cars. We rent cars. (laughs) We basically order cars. They come and pick (laughs) us up. Doesn't matter if there's a construction zone or not, doesn't matter if it's Melbourne's hook turns or not. It comes and picks us up, takes us around, and it's transport as a service. That's where it goes. Yeah. Right. Riz, you said
3: it perfectly, mate. I and you actually put put the right context there. Before I went there, I would have said FST will not handle the hook turn. But after it took that U loop, it was very much like a hook turn. It was very much like a hook turn. I think the FSD would just smash the hook turn to smithereens without any problems. But I, gents, I, I, I don't like the hook turn. I get confused all the time. Most of the time, I go straight and take the U turn and come back. I cannot take your hook turns, mate. Your hook turns are a, are a nemesis to me. I, but I, gents, I, what, what do we? So
0: where, where's the car going to take us when there's no jobs? Right?
1: <laughs> we oh, yeah, don't
0: need true. to be driven that's anywhere.
1: We're all visiting anyway. Wollongong. Right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> okay. we're, everything's happening. Oh, oh, That's guys. right. That's
0: where Starlink is. <laughs> you
3: you got you, you guys get all get rose milk there.
0: All right. Uh it drives. Is it just me or the energy on this live tonight is on another level? Thanks, Nash. The checks in the mail, it drives. Thanks very much. And thank you, Nash. Humbled, 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 Next humbled. level. All right, Peter says, uh, I've just re-exed you a photo of a cruise self-driving car bogged in wet concrete. Let's have a look at this. Yes. All right. So here we go. This is uh This is, we will just put this on. This is not good. So this is a cruise self-driving car bogged in concrete.
3: I I saw a few cruises. I have a couple of videos on, on, uh, uh, it looks, one, it looks hideous. Two, I don't think, I don't think they have it figured. Not like the way Tesla has. That is the, that is the, uh, that's the honest truth. Yeah, this one was, I saw this, yeah.
2: That's nasty. That wasn't. Um, nasty. That wasn't Jim Farley driving it, was it? On his. Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> I don't know. It could be. It could be Dan. Actually, he's he's demonstrating Tesla's Tesla FSD.
0: Is that a bug and run? Because um, where's the? Well, oh, it's driverless, isn't it? So who do we blame? <laughs> you that? Can't blame well, this there was there just
1: minutes. cruising?
2: Yeah, I think I think I saw concrete. something else as well. Um sorry to interrupt quickly, but uh, yeah, I saw something else as well. Not cruise, but Waymo, I think. Uh, stuck in San Fran with uh yeah. you know I think some sort of software glitch or whatever and you could just see all yeah. the the cars with the, the Waymo uh yeah. like Robo taxis or whatever just just stuck literally stopped in the middle of the street mm. um with the hazard lights yeah. on. Yeah. yeah
0: that's hilarious. Yeah. Greg's got a question, uh well comment. FSD seems cool, but what happens to rental cars? For example Hertz Sixth, etc they don't even offer premium connectivity, which is a pain in the ass, as it does not show you traffic, etc. That's a good point, actually. Yes, mm. thoughts?
3: Mm. I have to think about this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I think that's obviously. Um, I think comes down to the agreement that the rental car agencies are going to have with um, yeah the manufacturers, um, and you know, not being able to or, or not wanting to enable that uh features I guess from a distraction perspective, from an insurance perspective, from an accident perspective, uh, mm-hmm. to to keep it just very sort of minimal. Um and, and and you know obviously just to make sure that the cars are available. I guess uh because if you had all those features, people are just gonna rent those cars forever and one not return them, are they? Um yeah maybe I don't know. And also keeping costs down as well. I guess if you're gonna enable all those features you're gonna have to pay for them as well.
3: Okay. I, I'll tell you this. I rent my Tesla through ev.com.au, and full disclosure, I am an investor as well in ev.com.au. Uh, I have had all of my cars with FSD with premium connectivity. I do not have any problems. People are not stupid; they are not stupid. They they, they really do they really do understand the technology very well, or oh, they just don't use it. If they if they're new pe- new pe- people who do not want to use it, they say no, we don't want to use it. We don't know. we're not really, uh upset about it. I've, I've been renting it for over. Two and a half years. In fact, just last Sunday, I went to uh, Canberra to exchange my SR Plus for my LR. My LR is now in uh, in Canberra. It has FSD too. People have used it. Have used it diligently. I don't think it's too big. Too big a too big an issue. Six can and Hertz can give at the very least premium connectivity. Mm.
0: There we go. Six. Uh, Scotty saying six in Australia gives premium connectivity. Oh, okay. So that's, okay. That's good. Okay. Thanks, Scotty uh sensei saying let's do fsd carport to send a link in 2031 lock it in <laughs> thank you sensei or we'll, uh, yeah. carpool couple uh uber uber share or whatever it is called back in, in 2020 <laughs> oh and uh that's scotty really says ashamed. six uber taxi six don't allow access to the app though oh, that, that's a shame yes, i mean
3: that's,
2: that's a shame yeah,
0: yeah. i mean the, the, the tesla experience is the app that's what separates it from the other vehicles right it's yeah. um it's a shame real shame um I mean, that's that's the one thing about, you know, like a company like Sixth or Hertz versus like Nash's car on a car sharing platform, that, that sort of intimate experience is not there because the rental guys may not have the education to be able to pass on, add you as a driver, whatever it might be, whereas Nash could easily add on, add you as a driver, right, Nash, if you yeah, rent it to easy.
3: it's, it's a, It only takes a minute. Previously, we, used, we had to uh, email them the link now, AirDrop, WhatsApp, anything—they all they so have to easy. do is one click, and they, hey, it's super easy. Barely yep. an inconvenience. Yeah. Now, yep. I, I just want to add one thing, if I may, just to vent my feelings a little bit. After test driving the played Model X, I am oh, yes. even more, I'm even more—I'm even more bummed that we are not <laughs> going to get it here in Australia. It is a—it is a goat, and uh, it is—it is the goat, greatest of all times. Uh, I have to say this. Uh, I'm really, really upset that you're not getting it here. Particularly after I test drove it, it was what, 24 hours of bliss.
0: I'm trying to find a video on X uh, where you, you know, basically sped off in the plaid. Uh, but if you haven't seen that, guys, I'll try and find the link. That was hilarious. Uh, had a big smile on yeah. my face watching that. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: we I did. We did do the um, we did do the launch, and the launch was was beautiful. And and. And because I did the launch in both the Rivian, Rivian does the launch 0 to 60 miles, that is 100 kilometers, in 3.1 seconds. But but I could feel that the Plaid was super tuned for the launch. It was made to be a, a phenomenally fast vehicle. We could actually feel a finite microsecond of a lag in the Rivian. Even though it was on sport mode, even though we were flooring it, the Plaid did not bat an eyelid. It just...
0: Yeah, that's the next level, isn't it? The acceleration yeah. of Tesla, no easily,
3: doubt. easily the next level. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. Thanks, Nash. Uh, for your experience, really appreciate that. Let's um, let's go through some of the regular news. But actually, we'll put up some comments first. Um, here you go. Peter Cook says, uh, "Private rentals will, with true FSD, will fail as riders will lock out your access with impunity with constant testing till it aborts." Hmm. Okay
3: if it's FSD beta yes you will be locked out because um, mm-hmm. even on the FSD beta uh, when we turn it on it says uh uh this car has not had any issues with the uh, uh, I can't remember the exact words it says that it has it has not abused the FSD beta mm-hmm. uh, agreement uh, so FSD beta can be turned on for this ride that's what it says when it when it turn off and turn back it turn it back on
2: mm-hmm. uh,
3: if they have abused it they'll get into FSD beta jail but if it, when it becomes full FSD i don't think it'll be a
0: problem uh Abby says Hertz is currently working with Tesla on API based design to enable the API uh, the app feature okay good 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 I
3: I want to add a point to that Abby uh if if uh, um Hertz is really serious if this is really serious I'm sure you've heard of this and I'm going to sh- very quickly see this Yeah so so Tesla is now uh discreetly supporting standard fleet I'm going to en- enable my cars in the standard fleet. Very discreetly, they're not told it out. It's not come out. If Hertz is really serious, they have to get onto the uh, standard fleet platform and then just integrate the whole thing. Otherwise, mm. if they're not serious, it, this talking with Tesla for API, I don't think it'll work. Um, they just get. They have to get the get right down to the Tesla API access, and standard fleet offers that, and Hertz can have a massive fleet organized in easy in an easy fashion, uh, and it's enterprise. It is enterprise supported. So I don't think they have a problem. It is, it is, if they don't do it within the next three, four months, it is lack of, it is sheer lack of will.
0: I mean, I've, I've used um, another third-party company like Omigo that just, was just testing their product. They basically allow you to hire, you know, like an EV or a Tesla inside like your apartment building or your office building. It's like very to network, but they have access to the Tesla API in their app. So you, you just hmm. need the Omigo app. So I, I'm sure like post uh, Hertz can probably do something similar where they have an Hertz app with the Tesla API integrated, as you mentioned. Easy. Yep. Yep. Can be done. Uh, let's keep going with the comments. So, yes, yeah, a good point here. Charge pixels with the price drop in China. Do you guys think it will come to Australia? I Will the prices drop in, China, uh, in Australia? Riz, what do you think?
1: Um, I think there's uh, different moving parts in China at the moment. The economy there is not doing as well, particularly at the buoyant levels that it was at. And, you know, it makes sense for Tesla to sell as many cars as possible there because they make them there and there's no transport. So, I mean, transporting not as long as they are to international markets. And China is a huge market for Tesla, particularly with, we've been talking about FSD with the good things that are starting to happen in China around Tesla developing their own team and having their FSD sort of research team based out of Shanghai. I think they just want to sell as and get as many cars out as possible. I don't think with the way things are going, we will see those price cuts anytime soon, particularly for the Model 3 when, you know, it may just be rumours, but not mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. before the upgrades coming with Hardware 4 may not be FSD compliant today, but it might be in the coming months. So yeah. Yeah. that's what mm-hmm. I think will be bring freshness to the product. They can make more. They can ramp up production. And I think we'll keep the prices the same. People will buy them.
0: Okay. Well, Riz has got the crystal ball, so we'll trust Riz.
3: And today I think Ray had just tweeted like like an hour ago that uh, they're ta- starting to take – I did t- uh, tag you as well, Tom. The, mm,
0: they're
3: starting to that. take deposit, deposits on the, um, uh, on the refreshed Model 3 in China. So the, the specs are not out yet, but you, it, it's very clearly said that it is a refreshed – but I don't know if it's a – if it's a good source though
0: the, the... I was going to say that's very unusual to uh hmm. to take a deposit and not directly from Tesla that that doesn't seem right to me not uh, not, is reliable? Too long,
3: not, not too long ago Tesla took reservations on a car they never revealed
0: <laughs> right they
3: did not even reveal to the world and they took money for it and and yeah and and <laughs> they have go. taken money for a few other cars as well which they <laughs>
1: Which they never got to us. Well, Nash, we know you're still waiting on your founders edition for the Roadster, Um, and and you know they did take pretty much hundred and seventy five thousand US dollars for that.
2: (laughs) Yes. Now,
0: I want to share this X here. Um, Look at this here. Like this is the kind of stuff that makes me worry about the Highland because, you know, this is obviously clearly a (laughs) bit of a. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> look at this. Deliveries begin September 31, so we can sort of straight away go, okay, this is a bit of a joke. But um, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet at the moment. What what can we believe? Like apparently the production has started already midway through August. I mean, you know, I think Riz Chris Singh was the person. Uh, is he a reliable
1: source? Um, Chris has been a very reliable source in the past. A lot of things that he said, and one of the recent ones were the around cyber vault that charging mechanism that tesla made for the chinese market he had the he had a picture of that when tesla was talking about releasing or doing it in a couple of days time Um, previously he has spoken about even things like getting rid of the wood wood grain trim from the model three if you look at the cybertruck's interior there is no wood grain trim it's all that microfiber sort of Alcantara type okay. of a dash. That's that's the design language that Tesla is going for. Um, so, and now there's other accounts where one of them, I can't remember the exact X account name, but they're talking, they're getting parts.
3: Oh, like, I know that. Um, Jeremy T or something, I haven't. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, like real headlines. It's good, and it's, good it, yeah. it's dashboards. Like they're looking pretty, pretty legit with everything we've heard. I I don't think it's far, um, but, you know, I guess until it's real, until Tesla unveils it on their configurator, as they famously do, um, I guess we won't know. But two weeks, we'll know in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> in, two week, right. in two weeks. Not until the fat lady sings, as they say. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: That's right uh let's put some more comments up uh guys six has free tesla supercharging in australia thank you scotty for confirming that
3: i didn't know that okay i didn't know that
0: okay yep six has a policy of returning the car at whatever percentage you like with no penalty that's true we had a of three recently from six and they said yep thank you for returning it that's all no need to have full tank as you do with a nice car Mm. um (laughs) okay uh, deliveries begin on 32nd of March 2024 in Australia for Sensei <laughs> thank you um,
3: that sounds legit
0: <laughs> oh Peter says speculation that the cattle or CATL or MP or Model 3 performance batteries will be sodium <laughs> iron, wow okay not Yeah.
3: I mean I saw that on Warren's post but I don't know because they only revealed the battery yesterday or less than 12 hours ago I don't know
1: Just just a quick one Nash on a slightly side note We know your mission to the U.S. was very important. A lot of things were discussed with yourself and Elon. Uh, No. And, you know, you're supposed to be supporting us here in Australia, but it looks like you went there and you gave the U.S. Tesla fans a bit of a gift. (laughs) Because after your visit and your return, Tesla quietly and surprisingly announced the standard range variants of both the Model S and the Model X. Now, we know you have have, played a role in that.
3: I have I have very strong thoughts about that. If Focus I, if through. I may. Okay, first and foremost, even before Sawyer had said that Tesla has confirmed that this is a software locked battery, I I was actually halfway through making my video saying that I am absolutely certain that this is a software locked car, software locked car because everything else about the car is exactly the same. Like 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 ditto. There's no difference in anything except that it is a lower range and it's $10,000 lower. And my speculation is, hear me out and don't at me for this. I am still a Tesla fan. I think the S and X has slowed down the US. And that is why we had a an $8,000 drop like three, four months ago. And now they brought this in as a software lock and they made it into a uh, $10,000 lesser car. And some people are asking me uh, and I'm sure you guys had this question as well why would Tesla do that isn't Tesla battery constrained yes tesla is battery constrained but remember the S and X has 18650 batteries or 1865 batteries and Panasonic is they ha- they have a 5050 deal with Panasonic and they are churning out 1860 I mean 1865 batteries and it's the 1865 batteries that are going into the S and X not the 2170s not the 4680s so the 1865 batteries are not constrained so they have more than enough surplus to throw it in and it's a master stroke because down the down the line in 6 months or 8 months time they'll say we'll give you a one time amnesty to unlock your car for $10,000 extra and it'll become the same cost anyway. so this is, they'll recoup their 10,000 let's say let's say 30 35,000 people buy this but buy this standard range version or this standard range version as it's called I'm sure 15% of them will will unlock it for about $8,000. So their net loss is only $2,000. And already the 1865 batteries are at a profit. They are not constrained by any stretch of imagination. It's the 2170 batteries, and that too, they've come up to speed. It's the 4680 batteries, which are really constrained. But no problem with this 1860. I'm still having problems calling it 1865 batteries, but they are 18650 batteries. Yeah, Yeah, that's That's what we used to call it, right? Yes, Panasonic kind of batteries.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to quickly apologise. Yes, you're right, Peter Cook. Uh, MP3P is the uh, it's a different battery, not Model Three performance. It's a similarly unnamed uh, product, uh, and the battery in the rear wheel drive models possibly replacing LFP. Yes, so thanks for that correction. Um, now, there's also talk about you know if you've got a vehicle that's locked battery, a uh, software locked like this, you know you're obviously carrying more battery than you really need, right, for your range. Uh, so that's another, you know, that's another sort of issue there that that would affect range as well. If you,
3: if you go if you go into that, if you go into the Tesla website, you'll see that the the tops the uh, zero to six, zero to sixty is ever so slightly lower than in the larger battery. They have deliberately software dropped that so that you do not you do not feel the 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 weight of that. It is very clever. These guys are not they're not stupid. They're not stupid. They're very clever. You can see. Uh, I think it is zero point five seconds slower yeah. than the yeah, so it's, they it's, are very clever.
1: It's one of the smartest things I've seen easily the company smartest, yeah. do, yeah. because now you've got you've got multiple sources of revenue. You could we in Australia we can buy if you buy a Tesla Model Three Long Range you can buy an acceleration boost, make it half a second quicker. In America, you can obviously six months or or as you said they may have an amnesty and say upgrade for 8 grand what's even smarter is if they go and say on a subscription 199 a month and you get you basically you know boost your power and people will just use it to try it or they can do what they did with enhanced autopilot over christmas 3 months 3 months yeah, or whatever on. it is it's so smart and very smart. as a manuf- as a company that prides themselves in manufacturing efficiency you would not put a different battery pack into a standard range car because that will interrupt your manufacturing ability mm-hmm. because now you've got an additional part the the manufacturing team needs to know what goes into which vehicle you're building the same thing like you've been doing then it's 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 just so clever and no other manufacturer can do that yeah
0: the efficiency have, is there a, as well hmm. and I also if you if you like if you're if you're if you're driving on a long trip, for example, you need that extra range. You can just, as you said, Riz, the subscription, pay whatever one ninety nine for that month, and you've got the extra range for your trip. It is smart. Sorry, Nash, keep yeah. uh, go on.
3: Uh, I just had one comment to make, and I, it's a question to Tom, Riz, uh, Raul, and all to and to all the um, uh, to all your viewers as well. Is this Zach's final master stroke before he left? That is my 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 that is my thing because this is so razor sharp. They knew exactly that the SNX was not doing very well. They knew they had 18650 battery surplus. Dropped the price by 10,000, made it a little slower so that people don't complain about the, the weight. I think this, this it has Zach on it all over. It has Zach's trademark stamp on it. I think it is his last masterstroke before he left because now he will bring all of that money as negative in the in this quarter. And the moment they unlock it, it will become positive. What a masterstroke. Yeah, what a masterstroke
0: uh sorry this one first uh software lock means 100 percent charge without degradation yeah that's a good point if you lock it at 80 or 90 percent for a uh for nmc NMA, nma battery that's a good good point and nick on the other side the software locks for batteries are frowned upon just like paying subscription for the existing heated seats mm. Mm. on the other side of the coin there i can see where you're coming yeah. from there Nick. yeah
3: i see that i see that yeah, yeah that's true that is true that's a good point
0: Um, All right, let's uh, whip through some of the articles we've got as well. Let me just find something. Okay, so let's start from the top. So we've got uh, this was spotted today. Well, not today, sorry, this week uh, on Twitter. So the seal was spotted on the highway here in Australia. Uh, Let's have a look. There it is. They're looking pretty aggressive there with the, the outlets or inlets, sorry, from the side there. And the diffusers at the back looking very aggressive at the back. Thoughts, gentlemen, on this car?
2: I love
3: it. It's a beautiful car. Very beautiful. Mm.
0: I, I I don't know how the
3: front looks. I've seen only the pictures for the front, but in person, I don't know how it looks, but it's a good-looking car. Mm. It's a good-looking car.
0: Yeah, I think we were supposed to see this in August. Uh, we we're already sort of midway August, so I don't know what's happening there. Uh, Riz, have you heard anything from BYD
1: about this? I think next month we're supposed no. to see something. Mm. Um. There is a special event that is being held as BYD is growing, so potentially we'll see it there. So stay tuned. Mm. I saw okay. the
3: dolphin. I, I saw dolphin at uh, arena the other day. I had gone. Mm-hmm. I had gone to see uh, the Crystal Show, and of course the Metalers were playing as well. So what's that? Then went to the Crystal Show, and they had it park, parked in uh, in uh, uh, Kudos Arena. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful vehicle, the Dolphin. It is an absolutely gorgeous vehicle. I think when the MG4 comes. And the dolphin comes, and they are in 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 mass volume. It'll be like a neck and neck. People will definitely look at both cars.
0: Yeah, no, it'll similar, be similar price, similar price, isn't it? A oh, hundred dollar difference. Number, right? The price wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll be good to uh, be good to have that competition uh, driving prices yeah. down. And if you're in Brisbane, uh, there's one in Drapili you can have a look at, and also Riz checked one out of Melbourne as well. So have a look. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. it's coming to Sydney very shortly too. So, yeah, good to have a look at that a uh, question for us guys enjoying the stream can i ask your opinion on getting the mobile charger from evsc and getting a 32 amp powerpoint instead of tesla mobile connector and wall connector yes that's certainly an option you can do and then you can bring that with you as well so that's you know that's yeah. quite versatile from that point of view um okay let's have a look at what was i doing uh, we saw Euro. Okay, so this is from Tech AU. This tweet or this X year, charge your EV from as low as five dollars on AGL's Night Saver EV plan. So yeah, some uh, interesting plans starting to roll out because of EVs for a cheaper charge. I have just
3: I have just changed to Ovo here in my uh, my uh, my house. Uh, Ovo gives eight cents a kilowatt hour from twelve AM to six AM. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful, particularly if you have solar and battery. Uh, and their feed-in tariff was was reasonably better than uh, other places. And they over belongs to, I think they're part-owned by AGL as well. Uh, but let me just tell you the feed-in tariff. Uh, feed-in tariff was actually pretty good. It uh, was 10 cents, no cap. And there's no cap for uh, this one. And then they do something called bill smoothening. I still have to watch. I've just paid the two, the second, this is my second month in. So I keep watching this, but that is nice. So they they, mm-hmm. they decide the bill smoothening amount based on what your previous bill was. And they, they did, they sort of deduct that from your account straight away and then they give back a credit if you uh, use, if, you, if you're not used enough and if you've given back so much more and, and at eight cents from, from 12 a.m. to um, uh, 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. is a great thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um uh, this I really like this over plan. Uh, yeah. It's I, very similar to this this one as well. It, it, yeah. It's I guess it's just two different names. Over belongs to AGM.
0: Yeah, AGL is doing the same. But look, I think I think nighttime charging makes sense for the most people anyway who do work during the day. You can plug in at night, and, and yeah, if it's, it's, a, a, if it's a more than
3: one more than one Tesla, more than one EV uh, household, it makes mm. all the sense in the world. You plug one car on Monday, the next car on Tuesday, and even if you're driving so much, you, you probably wouldn't charge two cars. Uh, on consecutive days anyway, so you can just alternate and it'll make more sense.
0: I think Nash and I can reminisce the days in the early days when it was $1 a day for the AGL plan, but, you know, those days are gone sadly. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I remember Nash- you
3: had it first, Tom, and, <laughs> then I, I, and then you told me, Nash, just jump onto it now, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. It
0: was great. Uh, Shalendra asks, Tom, when are you getting the Kia EV9 press car? Well, I'm hoping, hoping one day, right? Can't wait to see that beast on
1: the roads. Well, I heard today... First deliveries to dealers and official launch October.
0: Oh, ah. well, you heard it here first,
1: everyone. So, is, with the runners seven, on seven seater first, seven seater. Well, since the Model X days, we're not gonna, you know, six seats or whatever, but seven seater that is a proper seven seater because there is a Mercedes EQB you can buy in seven seat option, mm. but I think you it's very rare and. Personally speaking, I prefer the EV nine over yeah. the Mercedes. Um, yeah. So yeah, first proper seven seater to hit our market awesome. as an SUV. And I'm
3: awesome. a huge fan of that that office style seating where it just twists around and then faces each other. That is beautiful.
0: Is that is that really legit or is that, is that just concept? Legit. No, legit. No, legit. No, legit. It's, it's
3: oh. on. the – Yeah, legit. Nice. Yes. Yeah, on the. Yeah, I saw it in person. It's it, yeah. Okay.
0: So it L- London cabbie style. Cool.
3: Yes, London cabbie style. Yeah, beautiful. Beautifully done. All right. And it's super, super smooth to turn.
0: Yeah. Uh Rahul, talk us through this one. This is right up your alley. Uh plot, portable or ba- sorry, pavement uh EV charging. We need this, don't we?
2: Yeah, I think definitely with more EVs on the road now. Uh, and loads of people not having, I guess, access to uh off street parking, apartment building blocks. Um yeah, just just you know um love to look at this and I think this one here uh thanks for sharing Thomas uh I think this one actually just you know goes into the ground um and then that just has a I think like a charging uh port there that you can plug your cable into um so it's it's safety as well from a pedestrian perspective as well so yeah no you know not going to have any accidents there as well um I think most people had access to that on the street, they wouldn't really be Chol- clogging these charges or fast charges, charges anyway.
0: Yeah. It's so clever, isn't it? It sort of stays in the ground when you don't use it, so it's not a hazard. There you go. You just pull it up when yeah, you need oh, it. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. And, and
3: while, while you're at this uh, curbside, curbside uh, charging, I'm sure you've discussed this in the previous... Was it in the previous video? I can't remember. The Jolt has dropped their prices as well. Oh, have they? Okay. Yeah. How much now? I can't remember on top of my head, but it's it's. I think there's I think there's more free or something like that. They've they've redu- They've re- rehashed their price. Uh, let me okay. just find that for you.
0: Cool. All right. Well, Nash is looking that up. Let's have a look at this. Uh, this is a bit controversial. This car. This uh, Aura Sport. Mixed report. Mixed comments about it. Um, what do you guys think in the chat? There. Do we love it or do we uh, not like it? This was spotted in Zetland in Sydney uh very kindly shared with us uh, from one of our viewers, Oliver, who basically followed this car down the road so thank you very much uh and this is this is it here, a little short of it turning right rahul do you think you like it
2: Baby Porsche panorama yes yeah. I, bet <laughs> yeah.
3: that's it. I i thought I thought it looked very cute I don't know why people don't like it I think it's very cute yeah but i, uh, I mean
2: I, I I like the front, I just feel like it's just got a saggy bottom right at the end there, uh, because it hadn't sort of quite been sort of finished. Um, so yeah, obviously, it's going to be polarizing. I think some people are going to like it, some people are not going to like it. I don't think there's going to be anything in between there.
0: Looks like a James Bond car, says Nick. And Oscar, says, looks like an Aquaman villain. Yeah. Uh, oh, tech tech, I use on hey tech. Uh, hey, Jason, the aura can't decide which is the front oh. and the back. <laughs> okay. <Fair. laughs> Like ordering a Porsche from Wish, uh, yeah, it's it's like Porsche meets the Ionic Six meets like uh, Herbie the Love Bug, right? It's um all in one. I mind the Porsche.
3: I'll, ta- I'll take it. It's a poor man's Porsche. I'll take it. I <laughs>
0: uh, think the Greg interior says, is actually uh,
3: pretty cool, actually.
0: Yeah, oh, sorry, Dash. Uh, Greg's saying the rear seats are useless. Apparently, according to uh, Chasing Cars preview for the Kia EV9. Okay, we'll Ooh. have to have a look at ourselves.
3: I'm not sure if you guys watched my recent... Uh, I did a, a review of the Mini Resolute.
0: It's oh, yes, yes. It's complete nonsense.
3: Yeah, it's a complete re- nonsense, but the front looks beautiful. It's it's a Mini Cooper for crying out loud, so
0: I, I'll take it. Yeah, the small car, right? Urban driving. Hmm. Yeah. Uh question from Sensei. Uh, for all four on the panel, if I want to install a 7-kilowatt, 11-kilowatt wall charger in an outdoor carport, should I get tethered or untethered? Uh, concerned people might vandalize the cable sensei depends where you live Uh, tell us where you live and we'll we'll Mm. (laughs) decide for you no just kidding um yeah i think i think if you're in a safe neighborhood i think that's pretty good right you can probably have it tethered mostly um don't know i don't have you guys heard many stories of people vandalizing cables in outdoor carports on in Mm. suburban streets in australia
1: no but sensei what you need is the cyber vault Look it up. It's yeah. available in the Chinese market. You can grab that. There is no way people can unlock the Cyber Vault and steal your tethered charger or the plug. We should be
3: able to install it.
1: Huh? We should be yeah, able I think, to install I think it. You should Shouldn't be able we to do we? that. You can order it. Order it online, yeah. and yeah, I yeah. think it should be a good little way to protect that. That's a pretty cool looking unit.
0: Cyber Vault was it?
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. Cyber Vault. It
3: looks like the Cyber Truck, but it is uh, charging, and yeah.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I think Sensei we just want to be careful that, you know, when he gets out in the morning, there's no other car parked there, you know, mm. plugging into his uh mm. charger and, and and charging off it. Uh, and you know, hey, thanks very much for the free charging.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. You and, can, you and...
2: can probably... <laughs> I think and some, also some can I use the toilet as well, please.
0: Some chargers can software lock it to like only allow yes. one car, I think. So just yeah. if you worry about that, buy that one. Um so, no, EV one Sorry, Nash, go on.
3: I was just gonna ask you, have you have you guys had a thought about uh, what if Tesla just makes all the chargers NACS? Just everything NACS? What'll happen?
0: Even Australia?
3: Even Australia, everywhere. Because they have no problems doing the converter plug. CCS to NACS that 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 cable is super slim. It doesn't have any of the problems of unlocking, locking. It is super super slim. Can it support three phase though? NACS. Yes, it's it's supposed. Yeah, it's supposed. No, NACS. Yeah, it's it supposedly three phase. In fact, just yesterday they had launched the universal mob, uh, mobile mm-hmm. charger where they can use both J seventeen seventy two and NACS. So,
0: but but America doesn't have three phase though, does it? So I'm just wondering, can it still support three phase? Yeah, yeah
3: I'm I'm, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely sure it can. Because NACS will be the, the 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 super slim cable. I'm talking about the, the super chargers as well. If they make mm, everything yeah. NACS, V4 mm-hmm. is all NACS. That's its universal. Uh, Tesla is known to aggressively go down that path. Yeah, um, yeah, well, yeah. I know, I know. It's it's called North American Charging Standards. Yes, that's true. Hmm. Uh, but but what if they just just go down the path of making all of uh, four into.
0: Nash, I think people are saying it doesn't support three phase, so you won't get 11 kilowatts or 22 kilowatts in Australia. That's
1: but, uh, but, uh, but I guess it's got to be a very simple, yeah. Like, Mm. even the superchargers will have that because that's what they have over there already, right? The the, it's it can support all different sorts of power outputs. I guess just the plug, right? But in terms of, I think the question is mainly around the ergonomics of the plug. And if they do decide to do that, I'll buy an adapter, yeah,
3: Mm. same. I would because that, that will that'll be yeah that'll be much easier. We we already have an adapter for plugging into my Model S and Model X uh, because we can't use CCS2. So we already have an adapter for that. It's going to, to be, be fair, the reverse of that.
0: To be fair, the CCS2 is quite chunky. Like, Riz and I experienced it at some of the uh, third party chargers. Like, the cables are really quite heavy. heavy I don't know if they're water cool. Correct. Yeah, heavy. Great. yeah mm. I don't know. Like, your Tesla superchargers, they're obviously very easy. They're very light, no. very easy to use. Now I I know this is a
3: this is a lot of sort of a uh, out of the blue question, but I was always because when I saw the NSCS charges there, I initially I couldn't understand all that hola hula about what NSCS is. But when you go and it is super light, it is it looks like a it looks like it looks like a docile cobra. <laughs> yeah, it's just plug it in. Our, our CCS two looks like an angry cobra, like an anaconda. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the thing is, as as Tom mentioned earlier, how heavy the cables are. And Tesla's yeah. tried their yeah. best at their superchargers in Australia with the V3 ones anyway, keeping the cables light and still having this CCS plug. But mm. if it was to go the other way, like, Tom, the the chargers like Altronic's or any Kempower, they're all so heavy at the CCS heavy. end. And then there's stuff coming out of the US where they've got these um mega chargers for the you know for the for the semis, semis that are coming up on a pallet somewhere and people have gone and spotted it in Las Vegas and they held it and this plug is probably half the size of what we've experienced with Kempower and mm-hmm. Alptronics and mm-hmm. this is supposed to do a megawatt of charging or at mm-hmm. least 750 kilowatts yeah that is half the size it's like can be held in a hand We've got these, you know, tritium units. We've got these um, Altronics, whatever. The CCS is so heavy. Um, and this is for able people, people with mobility needs. Mm. It's mm. it's a different story. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm up for NACS if they decide to bring it in it. It's, as you said, unless you've experienced it, it's, it's phenomenal.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: Even just I, the I, standard I, I, supercharger plugs here in Australia, let alone an yeah, ACS, they're so much lighter than the CCS2 yeah. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, just a public service announcement. Anyone notice the Tesla UMC amp charge uh, is now 10 amps and 15 amps rather than 8 and 12. So that might oh, be a software nice. update that fixed it. So check that out, run oh, if you've got nice. one oh, okay. worth looking at. Uh, all right, let's move on with uh, more news. So this one I want to put up because this is quite cute, this little uh, bath from... Uh, fiat's performance um so they're obviously testing in australia at the moment thanks to rob from CityV posting this so now riz you're
1: the hot hatch fan thoughts um i quite like it it's called the Bath scorporisma mm-hmm. and it's got scorpions everywhere you know where you've got your wheel hubs it's got a little scorpion there on the tail end it's got a little scorpion emblem it's mean angry <laughs> i'd love to drive one. But apparently, Fiat or Abarth have spent seven thousand hours fine-tuning the artificial noise it makes. So that would be the most exciting part about the car. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, yeah I- man. but I like the car. It looks cute.
0: I like it's it cute. too. Um yeah, I think Raul, you shared a, a Instagram reel about the noise. I don't think I can have the sound, unfortunately, but yeah, just Google that, everyone. The abath noise, it's uh, quite amusing to have a look at that. <laughs> um all right, next one is this one. So Mercedes uh C L A spotted mm. as entry level EV. There you go. Yeah. In camo. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: So, good to see Mercedes jumping on there. And is that a Cybertruck? Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> it's hard to tell, right? Yeah. Could be an F-150 Lightning wrapped up as a Mercedes. Yes. <laughs> Could yeah. be anything, really. No. Okay, now this one is cool. Uh, so, this is the oh, Cybertruck. Speaking wow. of, Check this out, everyone. Just watch till the end. I'll give it away. And this this can be sped up 1.5 times. Still, still watch this. Ooh. Wow. <laughs>
3: look,
0: look at that. You turn. Seriously. Uh,
3: for people Same. who own the RC version of the Cybertruck, they will, they, will recognize, they will recognize that the RC version turns exactly like this, just like look
0: that, the rear wheel just, turn. Look at just that. watch that back left wheel. Like, it just turns yeah. on a dime.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my yeah. goodness. Oh, wow. That's a- Yeah, we'll turn. Oh, insane. <laughs> totally insane. I, I,
2: love, I love how despite the dimensions, obviously it's a big truck, how zippy it is yeah. and that, that turning wow. circle radius is, is crazy. I, I don't know how they've done it. Uh, obviously, once – obviously, they're making them because, you know, multiple sightings of cyber trucks across the U.S. Uh, I think six or nine were spotted in a car park the other day as well. But once, say, Monroe uh live get their hands on these cars and, and awesome. look at how they're manufactured there's there's some there's some amazing um yeah architecture going into yeah. this um to make this work it's brilliant
0: yeah i can't wait for him to tear it down for us that'd be so mm-hmm. good and,
3: and, right. and we just had to point that out as well there, there was a uh, model y turning as well both of them have marks of the uh, uh of the wiper and you can see that it it is almost the same. People are just worried about the large wiper, but I don't think there's anything to be worried about. You can see that it looks exactly the same, except that this one is a massive windshield, and the windshield just keeps going on and on and on.
0: Yep. Uh, Peter says Cybertruck is rear wheel steering. Yeah, beautiful for tight yeah. turns, like just like that, exactly. Uh, I have to do a three point turn on my Y at a U turn near my home. Yeah, just for that purpose.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have I have to pull down the house when when I get my Cybertruck. It's either the time of the truck or the house It's I have to yeah. decided between the two
0: Sorry family, truck comes first <laughs> Yeah,
3: truck comes first you, 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 get the, you, get the, you get the last room there Please go ahead
0: right. uh, This is from our friend uh, Jonathan Evie Brief, so uh, he's in Bonn, Germany at the moment, and have a look at this charging on the street there, how handy would that be? Oh That's awesome So useful, there's plenty of them as well So, that's kind of stuff we can look forward to uh, looking at stuff in Europe uh, for the future in australia it's
2: good yeah it kind of gives you an idea of the future of i guess um yeah you know street charging in australia yeah. we're, we're obviously uh, a couple of years behind if not you know three, four, five years behind um and i think people just do not accept the fact that hey these charges will do for most everyday charging for people because you're gonna park the car you know at say seven o'clock at night you're gonna plug in you're gonna get up at Seven in the morning, you're not know, plug your car. It's going to be ready to go. You've, you'd have enough charge, put it that way. Um, yep. Yeah, And DC charging, you know, will just be for for long trips or interstate trips or for holiday season.
0: Yep, yep. It's probably better for the battery too if you AC charge more often than DC. Yep. True, true. Uh, so Sawyer now tells us a Lamborghini teases a fully electric supercar to be unveiled uh, August 18th. So probably in the next 24 to 48 hours. Now. This is the kind of that, stuff we that, don't get from Tesla. This glossy kind of ad. Uh,
3: you know what? I, okay, maybe I shouldn't say it. Say it. Yeah. Uh, I felt that ad looked like a, a hub ad. <laughs> I
0: didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard to tell, isn't it? That's for a car. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Except for yeah. Being... It, it, yeah. Exactly. It is. It is. Maybe it's the it's the uh, it's the, the the fans website ad or the hub ad. It didn't look like a car ad to me. <laughs> That's None not anymore. a car. It's just yeah.
1: me. That's... No. That, yeah, I, it, okay, anyway.
3: <laughs> I it's the we're preview pre- of
1: what's to come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <That's laughs> right. You That's need weird. to subscribe to get the rest of it.
3: That's right. Is it after 10? Can I see it? Definitely <laughs> after 10. Um,
1: but, but just on this Lamborghini quickly, if they're going all electric, would they be using Audi's electric platforms, the stuff we see in e-trons? Because I'm... Um, Last time I checked, because Volkswagen keeps buying and selling companies, there was a time where you could get the R8, V10, and V12 engines in the Lamborghinis, in certain Lamborghinis. So I wonder if they're using similar electric drivetrains and you know batteries out of Audis in this hyper-electric car, or whatever this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what would they do? Would a bath be making more noise than the... Lamborghini electric Aventador or, or whatever they're going to call it, because Lamborghinis are supposed to be an angry, noisy, raging bull. That's right. Mm, yep. That's true. So,
0: silent, silent uh, little little cow. All of a sudden, if it's not a an angry bull, <laughs> yeah,
3: they pro- they probably get Hans Zimmer to, to just sleep on the organ or something like. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's get some comments. Uh, someone commented on the, about the front window on the Cybertruck and wondered how much it would cost to repair, being it was so huge. Yeah, good point.
3: It doesn't break. Haven't you seen balls of steel being thrown at <laughs> it?
0: That's right. Well, no, it did break. Remember, it did break. Oops, don't talk about it.
3: I think, I think I'd like to
2: know the figure of what it's going to cost me to replace that wiper blade. Oh, yes.
3: that would <laughs> yeah. be, be something. That's right.
0: Uh, Greg, because we need uh, the seventy-kilowatt Tesla urban charger. Yes, that's true, mm, yeah,
3: That's nice. Yeah, that's true.
0: Oh, may have bucket load of Model Ys just hit inventory in New South Wales. If you're in the market now, I want to make a point about this. So, someone told me that the the pricing is dynamic for inventory, so you you need to check throughout the day because the prices can yes, change. Keep changing. Yeah. Uh, so if you want I'm, to snag I'm a not, deal,
3: yeah. I, I was not, I didn't come on to the channel after I got my Model by performance, so I made fifteen thousand dollars. Uh, I, I mine was fifteen thousand dollars lesser. Of course, I had the three thousand from my my ex that I that they, they gave me as amnesty. But even so, it kept changing through the day. So you have to keep a watch over it and then snag it immediately.
0: Yep, it's like playing uh, playing the stock market. You need to buy at the yeah. right time.
3: Someone said Russian roulette. This is the true Russian roulette. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, they can steal the scorpion sound from the above.
3: Yep. Oh yeah.
0: Now, speaking of luxury brands going electric, so Sawyer has also said uh, or posted about the Rolls-Royce Spectre. Makes North American oh, debut.
3: Okay.
0: I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah. 102 kilowatt hour battery, 260 mile range, so about 350 to 400. Starting price, $420,000. Is that for real? They
3: forgot the 690 there. <laughs> they forgot the 690 there. It's 426. 90 would be Ash,
0: would you give up your 10 Cybertrucks for this vehicle?
3: Nah, no way. No, okay. No way. Um, not, not after seeing. Not after seeing FSD. i I'll I, I just circling back to the first point. After seeing FSD, I don't think anybody has it figured. They these guys are far, far ahead of the competition. I don't
0: nah. think these people who drive these cars need FSD. Someone's driving for them anyway, right? But you don't drive
1: this car. <laughs> yeah. You
3: get driven in this yeah, car. Yeah. Yes, that's probably true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. you going to uh, say something? It, no, no. I mean, I mean, even these cars, right? You know, Rolls Royce and all of these Lamborghini and the rest—they'll come to the party. Someone will pay that sort of money. A lot of Saudi princes have a lot of money to spend on this sort of stuff, because when you've got oil coming out of your backyard, you just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there is a market for these, and apparently, luxury brands, including Mercedes BMW, are seeing the highest amount of growth and conversion of their existing customers to electric, because mm. that's what people expect now. People don't want that noisy engine or the emissions. And then it's a status symbol as well. So yeah, I think it's good that these companies are making the shift, but it's a bit too slow. Mm.
3: Yep. You talked about Saudi and then Lucid, uh, recently made the announcement that the, the Jeddah plant is going to open very soon. Uh, the Lucid Jeddah plant, and I saw the Lucid Air up close and personal. It looks really good. Ooh. They they went they they pulled all stops to make it super luxurious. Yes, Lucid stock is falling like you know it's in free fall. That is true. Uh, but having said that, um, the Saudis have put I think the Saudi sovereign fund is 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 funding fifty percent of uh, the Lucid factory in Saudi Arabia, and the Jeddah Saudi Arabia factory is going to open very soon. And I think they're, they're, they're getting about 300,000 local Saudis. So when you think, when you put that map together, the Saudis have infinite pockets. They'll just keep throwing money at Lucid till it becomes profitable. And that car is a good car. I, I would have definitely had a full-on review. I had it hired in, in Las Vegas. The last moment they canceled it, I was I'm feeling very upset about it. But I saw the car. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful.
0: All right, let's go through some of these articles and then we'll wrap it up for tonight. So this is from Nash, uh, Kia EV5. Uh, so the same design language as the EV9, it looks like. So, yeah. yep, another big SUV coming. So that'll be good to review mm-hmm. one day.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this is uh, Great Wall becomes latest Chinese automaker to tap into Indonesian markets. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, okay. Southeast Asia is becoming a hub for production, which is good to see. Thailand and now Indo. It makes sense, it's isn't it? They have
3: all the minerals there. Yeah, it
0: makes sense. Yep. And the labor. Yep. That's quite mm. cute, that thing. Oh, yeah. and and I can confirm uh, I might have the Aura cat to check out in a couple of weeks too. So Woo! stay tuned. Ooh, nice. Yes. I just reminded yeah, me this, nice. uh, this kitty thing. So yeah, stay tuned, everyone. All right, Cybertruck. Some more Cybertruck. we love a Cybertruck. Uh oh, and also Mo- H- Highland 3. Sorry, so the account's called Cybertruck, but this is the Highland Model 3 in New Zealand. We're testing.
3: Yeah. I th- I I think the stuff, the Highland lights. Model 3 yeah, Highland Model 3 look very beautiful they the diffuser lights looks very nice and I uh, I think it's nice beautiful car it's it, uh, it'll it's be good. It, yeah and 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 uh, because Shanghai is going to make it we are definitely going to see it and should we put our head neck out and say Q4 we will see it
0: Q4 but although although Europe's only getting it delivered Q1 next year so you think we'll get it soon? Europe, sooner?
3: Europe yeah, because we Europe, sure up. We have we have Shanghai. <laughs> That's
0: right. Uh,
3: and and there's one more thing uh, for all the people who have been doubting: the Fremont Tesla Model Three and Model Ys are they can't hold a candle to our Shanghai versions. The Shanghai versions are far right. superior. The workmanship
0: is amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, I agree. Quality is amazing now. Mm. Okay, BYD Dolphin, first impressions as we spoke about earlier. Riz wrote this article on The Driven, and if you're in Melbourne, there it is, you can have a look at it for yourself. I think this is production now, Riz, isn't it? Production
1: Dolphin? Um, Nearly production. So these first couple are nearly there. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're not far from getting the production ones into the country, hopefully by next month. Yep.
0: Yep. Very Atto 3-esque with the center screen that I think rotates and then you've got the binnacle behind. Uh, dare I say less out there in terms of interior styling, probably more traditional, but these kind of eye things still look a bit funky.
2: Mm. Yeah, I was going to say still kind of like same as the Atto 3, um, the funky styling in there, just toned down a little bit more, Tone I down. guess, uh, yeah. for the Dolphin, yeah. Yep.
3: I would have loved to, I love for the Auto Threes um, door handles to come in. There was there was the interior door handle. They look very beautiful. Yeah, this was this is very traditional. Yeah, it looks nice, but that that would have been superb.
0: Yeah, that's the battleground: Dolphin versus MG4. Definitely. Mm. Um, okay, so this was uh, sent to me this week. Uh, the Ion Y, which I think is coming to Australia, probably uh, is spotted in Thailand for testing. So this is kind of, I guess sort of mid size SUV, or maybe even smaller, mm. mid-sized SUV-sized. Uh, charging in Thailand there in the rain. Mm. There we go. Nice. Mm. Another affordable uh, Chinese EV. Yeah. And finally, this is Australia's cheapest used electric car now, Riz, under
1: $10,000. Now, I copped a bit of flack on X about this particular story, mainly because... People think the next I'll be covering a thousand dollar go karts, electric go karts, which I will. If if anyone wants to send me a couple, and I don't have to put my runners on, I will. But Mitsubishi Mayevs, you know, the one of the original electric cars in the country. Mm. There, some of them are up for sale for under ten thousand dollars. Yes, they get eighty kilometers of range, which is roughly half of what they originally got. But you can rebuild that. The rest of the car is pretty good. Um, mm. And yeah, I think it's it's a good thing cuz last year um about 8 months ago the cheapest sort of electric cars were around 15 grand. So, you know, these new MG4s and the Dolphins coming in and the subsidies are already having an impact on some of the let's just say older electric cars. So mm-hmm. if you want a little run around, there is a couple up there for sale under 10 grand.
3: Mm. And, and talking about old electric cars, I recently got a, a quote on my SR Plus. With FSD, Tesla is offering $29,500 for that car. 2020 model?
0: 2019 model. 19, Plus. okay. 29000 Okay. Okay. Pretty hmm. good price for yeah. those Pretty buying. Yeah. yeah. And with Highland coming, it, it probably can gonna drop even more, isn't it? I or suppose. drop even further, yes.
3: Yeah. Yep. And and the car drives brilliantly. There's no problems yeah. at all. It still sure. is as almost brand smacking new.
0: Yep. Those bargains are coming. Okay, mm. and finally, let's finish with this. So article on the driven, which Australian postcodes have the highest EV uptake? Um, so there you go. Top LGAs for EV adoption. Again, this is it's, it's a it's a bit a bit funny because the these LGAs are not equal in distribution as in some are bigger LGAs than others like for example brisbane is one big lga compared to in sydney we've got like 20 plus so just take these with a grain of salt but obviously brisbane uh has uh, the most number of evs for their postcode or for their uh, for their local government area
3: Bloody hell when my 69 cyber trucks come Wollongong will be there
0: <laughs> <A Wollongong. laughs> Wollongong. where is that where's the gong <laughs>
1: Um, Nash will so just skyrocket
0: it by himself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll make it happen, Nash. This data is a little yeah. bit um, um, archaic, a bit old because the way things are. This was a snapshot taken on 31st of January, 2023, uh, okay. although the data has just been released. And just to put it into perspective, um, beginning of this year, we had around 70,000 electric cars on the road and we're approaching 120,000 now if not Mm. a little bit more. So uh, a little bit older data and the split seems a bit funny as well, as we discussed, LGAs are very different. I think looking at it postcode and then per capita would be the right way of looking at it. But that granular level of information um, currently is not available. Um, But it may very soon be. Mm. So, yeah mm. keep, keep keep your eyes open everyone there may be stuff that um we'll get a better snapshot of what's happening around the country
0: yeah and we will definitely share that here on ludicrous feed live uh if that comes to light so wink wink it's coming stay tuned everyone Gents, I think we might call it a night. It's uh, quite a long stream, but you know we, we could we could talk all night with Nash uh, and uh, everyone else here on the stream. So yeah, thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. And Nash, as always, great to have you as a guest on the show. Thank you so much.
3: Oh, thank you very much, mate. And once again, I've said this before as well. What you guys do with the show is amazing. Um, you bring so much of news, and there's still some entertainment and. It's it's lovely. You know, I really am honored to be in this stream, and I'll do. The, we'll do this more often. I still have a couple more cars that I haven't released. The Winfast. Don't talk about this car.
1: <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. Are you an investor yeah. in Winfast? I wish, but because it because it went up like crazy. Dude. I, I don't know what. I don't know what's wrong with the market. Tesla comes out with uh, with uh, with some amazing vehicles with Highlanders coming and Windfast is doing like like i don't know what is happening here people are nuts No, but I saw the car in person the car the car looks good
0: it performs very badly <laughs> yes I've heard that as well um, Do you yeah. think it will come to australia Windfast? i think
3: it will i think it will because yeah 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 it, I'm sure okay. it will they are they are doing some rapid expansion uh, everywhere i I think they have made their money with some other uh i don't know businesses i'm not sure what businesses they have been fast mm. uh but it's a good looking vehicle uh, mm. if uh, but it, it just doesn't perform well mm. it, you you you, you float it and it will it may move
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks
0: nash thanks for what you do as well and uh, yeah keep doing the good thing and keep finding the good fight for evs uh thank you riz as always
1: awesome good to have you on nash um uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining us and, uh, yeah, looking forward to all the exciting things that are to come.
0: And thank you, Rahul. Welcome back as well from beautiful Bali. Welcome back home.
2: Great to be back. Uh, I just want to quickly add also uh, from my side, yeah, you know, I've been driving EVs since 2019 with the Model 3. So now four years plus. Uh, Yeah, thanks to, you know, uh, Nash and you, um, Tom. Uh, Absolute OGs in that EV uh, world. And then for what you guys do, uh, you know, what most people don't know is obviously you both have other jobs, but the amount of passion that you guys have, the amount of hard work you do, the amount of appearances you make, live streams, videos, um, to educate, to inform the Australian EV uh, community. Um, yeah, super, super appreciated, you know. Um, and the fact that I know both of you um, you know, personally, um, yeah, massive, massive respect uh, to both of you for 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 what you guys do.
0: That's very kind, Raul. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, as, as Raul said, it's not you know, it's it's a passionate, it's a passion thing. We do it as a hobby, but we love it. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure Nash can attest to that as well. So, hundred percent. Yep. And thanks to oh, our, but... all our live viewers as well. Sorry, Nash. Yeah, please.
3: Exactly. I was just going yeah. to tell you, uh, thanks to all the live viewers. Um, yeah fabulous questions i've been reading yep. through the comments some of some of them couldn't come on to the stage but all the comments were so good and everybody's been very kind um very nice great comments. yeah no
0: we've got great viewers we, we, uh, we're, we're uh, all, comments we're and all, questions all together fantastic yep. yeah 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 so all Seth, all thanks together. for watching yeah. live if you watch on replay drop a comment as well if you are uh, listen to us on audio podcast thank you so much and before we head off i just wanted to add this i forgot to mention earlier there's um a possibility of viewing the Ionic 5N uh, at the Time Attack Challenge this, uh, in a couple of weeks in the Sydney Motorsport Park. So if you want to oh, check that out, you've uh, got the opportunity to see Keiichi Tsuchiya, who is a drift legend, apparently. Uh, and you can see him drifting the Ionic 5N in Sydney. So tickets he are available. Is,
1: he's a legend, like drifting. And what he does is he's, he's, a, he's a god on this earth for, for mm. the drifting scene. So amazing guy to see.
0: Did he start the Tokyo Drift scene? Is that him or one of them? I,
1: the drifting is huge in Japan mm. and it has been uh, from illegal street drifting to what it is today, more legal now. This guy is a legend of that. And I think he would have been part or inspiration to a lot of those Tokyo Drift movies.
0: Yeah. So good. So if you're in Sydney, uh, a couple of weeks time, I think 1st and 2nd September, uh, go check that out. The Ionic 5N will be in action. Uh, And also uh, Rhys and I will be, as always, chatting on Saturday morning, 8 a.m. for our Ludicrous Feed Live Extra or Weekend Extra. So anything we didn't chat about tonight, we will uh, top up with on Saturday morning. So come and join us for another live stream. Gents, uh, have a good night and uh, thanks to everyone as well. And we will see you all at the next live stream. Thanks, Nash. Thank you, gents. See you next time. Peace. Take care. What? Uh.